All right. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Living in Love 24-7, the podcast. It's your girl, Sparkle Lee. And today I have a special guest with me. Oh, my God. And this is basically to continue the conversation about the question that I spoke in episode one, what is love? And my guest today um, is a good friend of mine, and she's been my coach and my just everything for a, a, a lot of times, actually. So let me just welcome and introduce to you guys, Casey King, trained marriage and family therapist, relationship coach and author. Let me welcome you guys and welcome Casey again to the conversation. Let's get into it. Thank you. I'm so excited. Yes. Yeah, so today, so thank you for having me. Perfect. I'm so happy that you're here. Oh my God. I'm so happy to have this conversation today. Um, we are just talking about what is love and basically asking an expert. So let's just dive right into it, Casey. I'm so happy you're here today having this conversation with us. I'll start by just asking you, what is love? Wow. Okay. So love, the way I like to explain things, I have my husband sometimes when he talks to me, I'm like, talk to me like I'm a five-year-old. I tell him that because he'll say things like, talk to me, just kind of break it down a little bit. So I want to kind of just take a little step back and talk about just like, you know, where you have just a general, you know, like for things, you know, a like for things, a like for people, just, you know, an interest you know, are just, you know, a feeling about something. And sometimes those feelings, you know, go away when you just, you know, like something. I can like it today and tomorrow I won't like it or have an interest in it anymore. Because <clears throat> sometimes with like, it can be very surface level, right? And with love, it, it goes a little more deeper. I see love on the deeper level of like. So it's more an emotional connection, you know, to something. Got Whereas, you know, as I was telling you, I, you know, you know, just about to get a home and I seen certain things that I like, I can do without it, but I love this because it's something about it that I feel, Got you. you know, something moves around in me, something moves in my spirit, you know, when I see it. So love is just a deeper, more emotional connection. You know, that's the way that, you know, I like to, you know, I like to see it. Um, and when you kind of go into love, I don't want to go too deep, but you have maybe two different, um, I guess, types of love. So I guess we can go into maybe like what you say as far as how you would define it. <clears throat> yes. Um, you have maybe like two different types of love. And I like to, you know, maybe describe that one is passionate and, you know, compassionate. Oh, that's you know, good. love. That is good. So, you know, passionate love is, you know, kind of what you have in, you know, intimate relationships. Some people like to call passionate love, like that's that feeling of in love, right? Okay. And so it's that, that tingle, you know, that feeling, just that, and sometimes you get that at the beginning stages, you know, of loving somebody, you know, I'm so deep in love, I'm head over heels, I can't be without them, you know, and, you know, what that, you know, looks like, you have a really deeper, you know, intimate, you know, connection with them, you know, emotional, physical connection, and you have that type of passionate love with a partner, you know, not so much with a friend or, you know, with a child, you know, is that what you would say, you know, in love. Okay. And so I wouldn't say, 
beneath that or even above that. I don't know where you're placed at, but next would be more like a compassionate love. Okay. And so, so that compass- would be more like what, like friendship type love or? No, well, yes and no. Um, okay. Because you can have compassionate love with your partner. Um, compassionate love is not as deep, but there's still that emotional connection. I you know, see. I still love you. We still have an emotional connection. We, it's still something that is there where I can't be without you, where I still get these feelings. But it's not the, I would like to call that maybe a little more settled love, I guess. Ah, okay. That's good. That's good. That's that. I've been with you maybe 20 years and (laughs) I might not have the butterflies, but I'm still very compassionate about you, our relationship, our love. Okay. (laughs) I got you. There's still nobody else I want to be with. You know, I still love you. I'm still committed to you. It it may not be, I may not have that passionate love. I'm still like that deep kitty in love and, you know, googly eyed, but it's that level. It's still, you know, compassionate love. And there is, I read something recently where it said research shows that at least about third couples, you know, at some point go from having, you know, passionate love, you know, to compassionate love, Mm. you know, and not saying that one is better, you know, than the other, but you may go from those feelings of being, you know, deep in, in love, head over heels, you know, to, I still love you. You know, it. it may not be as strong or as, you know, passionate or as I'm in love. Right. You know, or whatever, you know, in love is. But we still have that emotional connection to where I don't want to be without you. Got it. And that that makes sense, especially as relationships like evolve and go through different life, you know, changes or different life situations or just as you grow in love with your partner after so many years anyway, you know, it just, mm-hmm. it, that could be the situation. But so that's, that is very interesting. I never thought of it that way at all. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So now let's talk about, so basically you have given us like the definition of love or you've told us what love is, I should say, and then also mm-hmm. kind of defined it for us with two different levels, passionate and compassionate. Um, is there so so now talking about that do you think one of those is better than the other or is there a particular love that is more important than another you know it's interesting because i was listening that um you know the other you know the other episode and where we talked about you know self-love to me i talk about that a lot um with working you know you know with couples and just you know relationships overall i believe the most important love is the love you have for yourself Got it. Um, I would some people agree. may some people may say not I, I kind of also put that you know up there close with the love between a parent and a child you okay. know um however I think that the most important love is the love that you have for yourself and I say that because you can expect love from you know your partner you can expect you know love from your family your family will still love you but it's hard to expect someone to love you to a certain level when you don't have that love for yourself. Mm. And it's hard for you to give that love, you know, to someone, you know, when you don't have it for yourself. And some people say though, like some people say that, you know, no, just because I'm going through something doesn't mean that, you know, I don't love this person or my friend or, or whatever the case may be. Do you think it's possible? Like, some people claim that no, I'm secure. I love myself to death, right? And it's 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 that's that's it. That's the fact. When you may see different outside looking in, I let's just say for example, it's a friend. But do you think that it's possible 
um, for them to really love someone else if you sense or you see or think that they are not necessarily, you know, having the highest level of self-love for themselves. And then if that's the case, how can you relay that to somebody or help them understand that, you know, maybe, you know, some work could be done for yourself to truly, you know, love another person the, the, the same way? So I can say, I think it's possible. However, you have a type of love, which I may say, can I add another type of love in there? Which may just be a general, <laughs> just a general love, like a love we have, you know, for people, a love we have for our friends, a love we have for things. Right. Right. I don't know if I'm going to be able to give you that passionate, you know, or that compassionate love, you know, if I really don't know, if I really don't love myself, I really know how to show that. I can just love you as a person, as a human being. So yes, I believe that if I'm going through something, I don't love myself, you know, right now as a person on a human level, mm -hmm. you know, I love you. I care about you, but I may not be able to give you that compassionate, you know, or that, you know, that passionate love. I may not be able to have that emotional connection with you, but I really don't have that with myself. Got you. Hmm. You know, because, you know, it's like, you know, let's say, for example, someone who's experiencing, um, you know, depression, you know, or, you know, something like that. You know, it's hard oftentimes for them to see the beauty within their self, you know, exactly. to see the strength and the things that they possess. But, hey, I still love my mom. Right, right, right. You know, or, you know, hey, I still, you know, love you. I still, you know, love, you know, people. You know, I don't know how to give that love on another level. Okay. But I know as a person, you do mean something to me. Okay. And that makes sense. That makes sense. So yes, it is possible basically to have self-love issues. And I'm just using that term just because, you know, for lack of better words, to have self-love issues, but then still be there for another friend or give love or show love to other people or friends or families or anything like that. Yeah. So, okay. But I don't think that it's, it's hard when you are in a place where you don't love yourself yeah, um, and you don't find that joy and that pleasure within yourself to be able to give that deeper love. Got you. You know, to someone else. Got it. Okay. So yeah, I might not necessarily be able to be passionate about you or your situation or anything like that, but I still love you regardless because I'm going through some things where I need more self-love for myself right yeah. okay so and that makes sense that makes sense and that that's good you know clarity for people even if you are having some issues and you you're not you may need to encourage yourself or coach yourself up because you do have let's just say depression like you said or you are having some self-esteem issues your level of self-love needs some work right yeah but just because of that does not mean that you cannot be there for somebody else and love somebody else, but you may not be able to do it as passionately because you are still, you know, requiring work. And that's understandable right. as people, as, as friends, as relationships, sister, brother, whatever, you know, Hey, it, sometimes it's like that. We are not always 100%, you know, filled, <laughs> you know, to the, to the top to be able to give love or, and receive it for that matter, because we go through things. So that's definitely right. understandable. And you look at that, love is still a feeling, you know, just like sadness is a feeling and, you know, anger is a feeling. It's still a feeling. So I can, you know, feel love and I can feel love for you. 
I just not, may not be able to give you the type of love that you need or you deserve because I don't have that yet for myself. I don't know how to, you know, give that, you know, for myself in the moment. So I may not have that type of love, you know, to give to you. Got but it. as a general feeling of love, you know, just a love of people, a love for things, I can give you that, you know, at that, you know, at that level. Got it. And, and, and that, that will go right into like my next question then. It, my next question is, is how um, can we love from a place of purity? And so that is, that was the next question, but we kind of already touched on the bit is really just being honest, right? With what you're going through. If you needed to, if you are needed to be there for somebody else, but that's just my take on it for now, but let me go ahead and let you answer and give us your thoughts on that. How can, you know, we love from a place of purity? You know, it's, uh, this is, you know, quite interesting. My grandmother passed in July and I, I don't like to say grandmother. I like to, you know, call my mom because I've lived with her my whole life. And I always say that, you know, I, there is nobody like her. And I, I know we say that about our parents or our grandparents and there's nobody like them, but this lady had the most purest heart of anyone I have ever met. And I said, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. But she, no matter what she went through, no matter what life threw at her, she just loved unconditionally. And she loved everybody. And I always wondered, like, how is that possible? You know? Right. She, and, you know, she went through an abusive relationship um, with my mom's my mom's dad, you know, when they were married, she divorced him. She's never spoken ill of him ever. Mm. She's no, she just did, didn't have a, a hurtful bone in her body. Everything was just with the purest form, you know, of love. Wow. So I believe it is possible. <laughs> I don't know how we all can achieve it, but if I would have never known her, my answer would have been that there's no way you can do that. I just, you know, because I haven't seen it, but through her, I have seen that. And I think that, you know, one of the things of learn, you know, loving from a place of, you know, purity is really, I think it starts off with, um, you know, textbooks and, you know, with studies, you know, all those things may show that, people are born from a place of just inherently being good. They're mm -hmm. born as inherently good people until they do something, you know, bad, you know, fight, harm, kill, destruct, you know, all these things. Right. But inherently they are, you know, good people. There is something in them that is good. So if you may, you know, how can we love from a pure place? look at people as inherently good mm. you know okay whether they have done something a lot or not and I know it's kind of hard when you think of certain people and certain things that they have done <laughs> exactly. how they hurt and harmed and killed you know but and you know you, and you know how you have some people that you know well, I'll still give them something to eat or give them a cold off my back how <laughs> you right. know, when they've done this and done that because they've seen you know inherently something went wrong in that person's life but you know there's something still there good in them wow that is amazing like for real because <laughs> 
you know, a lot of times, and I'm just going to speak for myself. Sometimes, yes, I am judgmental, right? And I'm just off the break when I see somebody or my interaction is away. I'm just like, mm, nah, I, 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 don't, I don't even want to entertain. I don't want to be bothered. don't want to make him my friend. I'm not going to give him this. Not gonna, you know, and as humans, I think, I would say some people are probably like that as well, think the same way, right? Mm-hmm. But a way that we can be, like you said, just pure at heart is just to see people in the same manner, right? See them mm-hmm. as the same pure at heart and see them as good, like you just said. If you could do that, I think, man, this world could be so much better because I think off the break, everybody's probably like, mm, you know, they, they just judge off the, off the top and don't even yeah. have to know them, don't even have to have no type of interaction, no experience, just off the top, you judge based on what you might think, feel, see, whatever. But if you can just engage with somebody and just believe and think that, you know, they're just good people, regardless, first and foremost, like that is amazing. You and, you know, when you look at, you know, certain people and start, you know, you don't know everybody's story. That's true. That's you don't know everybody's, you know, you don't know everybody's story. So you look at someone and I may sound crazy here that may have committed 10 murders or something. Not saying that they don't deserve, you know, to be in jail the rest of their life. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying that. I'm saying, do you know their story? Do you know the abuse that they have suffered and, you know, you know, the beatings they have taken and if their life was like ours? Exactly. Exactly. And you're right. You you don't know. And then that that could be why they do. Yeah. And why they're acting the way they're acting and why they do like, you never know. So that, that is true, right? You don't, you don't know why people are the way they are. And so it's not a good thing to, like, like I said, you know, judge off the top, right? That's, and it's not even, it's not fair. So like that, I totally understand that. Yeah. So I will take that as my own action to be so much better at that for real, because you know, you do, you, you're right. You, you do not know people's story. You don't know what they've been through and why and how they are the way that they are. So, I mean, don't even judge, just be open-minded and just consider that they are good people regardless. You know, that's your first interaction is that, you know what, this is a good person. Until they prove you wrong and it may be still something there, you know, I love you as a human being. Right. I don't wish any harm on you. I just think that you're not the person that should be in my life right now. Or, you know, I need to keep my distance from you. I know there's something good that's there. You know, I don't hate you. I don't wish you any ill will. So I can still love you, you know, as a being. Yeah. And that's kind of where that loving from a pure place comes from. Just, you know, inherently loving people, loving things, you know, and but it doesn't mean, you know, that you're going to be my life. You're going to be my friend or, you know, you don't deserve, you know, this because of what you've done. Right. You know, but, and so that's really hard for some people to, you know, attain. Yeah. I've only met one person like that. (laughs) Right. right. It's really hard. Wow. But I believe it's possible. It's just hard. Yeah. And I want that for us, y'all. I really do. I want that for us. I want that for everybody. Like just to, you know, attempt, make the attempt to love from a pure place, right? Just especially with the times that we're in right now, we really all need community. We need friends. We need a place in, in, in just the ability to be able to just express love and show people love and kindness, just period. So yeah. that is- Get to do I, it, right? 
Yeah, exactly. And, and <laughs> they, it comes easily. It comes easily, yeah. you know? Because, so, because that's what they know. And that goes back to just inherently being good people. Yeah. You know, until, you know, something happens. Mm. You know, and you learn about, you know, choices and decisions. And I don't want to go too deep. And, you know, something happens and you may veer off or make the wrong decision. You know, but inherently, you know, coming into this world, you know, we are good people. Got it. So that shows that there's something there. Good, good stuff, y'all. That is definitely good stuff. And and so you already mentioned earlier in the your your response about you know loving from a pure place. You mentioned something about unconditional love, and so that was one of the questions I had listed as well. Um, talk about unconditional love and is it possible? And I know you already said that it is possible, but first tell us what unconditional love is like and, and tell us in your, your, you know, your own words and give us your take on it and give us the professional spill, right? Tell us about unconditional love and the possibilities you know, of it. I am professionally simple. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I look at unconditional love, it's just, you know, there are no conditions. I'm going to love you regardless. Houses, you know, really? Is it houses? Because I'm going to tell you, and this may sound, you know, super weird or whatever. I can love you, but I don't have to be with you. I can just say love you as a person. I love you despite your flaws. Okay. okay. And it's not saying that I, I, we, I have conditions in my relationship. You know, and you know how some people may say, you know, oh, I'll always love you. Sometimes it may, it may sound so dumb. <laughs> you know, I'll always love you, you know, blah, 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 you know, but I'll always love you as a person, you know, so I think there, you know, you can have love with our conditions, meaning I love you despite, mm. you know, despite your flaws, you know, despite your drug use, despite your alcoholism, despite, you know, the things you have been through, the abuse you have suffered or things you may have said to me. Or, you know, the turns that may have happened in our relationship, you know, I will, I can love you despite. I see. Okay. And so it doesn't mean that there are no boundaries in this relationship that can't be crossed, you know, because that's why we have boundaries. There are certain things that cannot be done. And if there are certain things that can be done, you know, for example, you know, let's just say your partner comes slapping you in the face right now. Okay. (laughs) Now you might kick him out. And I'm going to be done with you. But when he's gone, is the love gone too? Is that feeling gone? Like, does that feeling initially leave out the door? Got it. It doesn't. I see what you're saying. You know, so it's kind of like, you know, kind of, you know, it's kind of, you know, tricky because we're talking about a feeling. We can't just turn a feeling off. Hmm. So what you did hurt. And also, you know, what you did is cross a boundary. And that's something I'm not going to tolerate in this relationship. But crap, I still love him. Okay. You know? Got it. And I'm sure at some point that love is going to fade from that passionate, you know, to compassionate or whatever it is, whether it's passionate or compassionate, it's going to fade to just, I may just love him as a person, as a human being. I don't want any, I don't wish any harm or ill will on him. But that compassionate love, that's probably not going to happen anymore. At some point that's going to fade. Okay. Because you've crossed a boundary and you disrespected me. I see. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. All right. So so I do do believe that um, in terms of love, I can, you can love someone because we're talking about different levels of love. I can love you despite all 
I'm a loving person and you know I you know I can love you as I love my dog <laughs> you know as I love <laughs> you know my friend as I love my family but if you cross this boundary you know yeah that compassionate love is probably going to decrease a little bit you know to where you know on, on the different level to where I love you like I love the mailman got it, <laughs> <laughs> got it. okay so that's that's good stuff because unconditional love it, it is it can be given like you say I guess in, and I'm just talking myself through it it, it can be given in in any type of relationship right is is mm-hmm. is is the key it unconditional love can be given in any type of relationship no matter it's romantic friend family whatever right but it's the you you still can have conditions in those relationships so let's just be clear you can love unconditionally like you said loving in spite of in any type of relationship but in those relationships there can still be conditions yeah got you got you okay you know i have i have this friend and I, I, have, I don't think I've talked about this before outside of uh, my husband. We were really good friends. And it's in case you just happen to listen to this, I'm not going to, you know. Right. We don't want to out you. You know, go too deep. But I had this really good friend and our relationship severed, um, you know, several years ago. And it hurt me because I loved her a lot. You know, I wouldn't say she was my best friend, but we had such an amazing, we had such a beautiful relationship right right um and it's never and it hurt because she missed out on so many things um you know in my life and it really hurt me you know deeply you know with the way you know that it ended and you know we ended up you know reuniting and you know you know all that stuff and something happened again you know and it you know severed again which both instances i think was completely dumb um, but you know, we're not friends anymore. I still have a deep love for that person. Mm. Like I love her to death. We probably will never be friends again, you know, but despite that, you know, I still love her. If she comes knock on my door right now, I'm like, this is what you need. You need some food, you need some shelter, you know, you know, what do you need? And so a lot of times when we say, you know, is there a such thing as unconditional love? Well, no, because if he do this, if he do that, he's gone. Okay, mm-hmm. but when you kick them out, does that feeling turn off? Because that feeling, you know, automatically turns off and it was never there. I see. Got you. You know, so you can have an unconditional love. You can, you know, have that feeling of love for a person, but there's still conditions in this relationship that I'm not going to tolerate. And I will love you as I'm kicking you out. Right, right, <laughs> right, and that is so good because people use these these terms, and we talk about love and you know unconditional love. We talk about all this different stuff, you know, just in our circles and in our community or whatever. And it's so sometimes out of context, right? And it makes it when you're talking about it, it makes it mean something totally different mm-hmm. because yeah, unconditional love is very possible. And I've heard people say, no, 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 it's not possible. Nah, you know, but it is because you know why it's probably not to you because you're using it incorrectly. You're, you're, right. you're talking about it out of context and don't truly understand where the conditions can be applied. And it's not applied to the love aspect. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, wow. Okay. This is good. Y'all I'm telling you, this <laughs> is definitely good because I'm, I'm serious. Even for, you know, it's therapeutic for me. Right. And it, and I'm, that's the whole goal y'all is to just, you know, heal some hearts, talk about things and, you know, put new perspectives out in the open 
And so it's just good to hear these these perspectives and get some some different understandings that may make a, a lot more sense to you. And then you say, oh, <laughs> you know, this is the way I need to apply it now to me because it just makes total sense. Mm -hmm. So this is definitely good stuff, y'all. Um, so tell us, uh, Casey, give us some just practical points or applications that we can use to to love better, to love stronger and to love with purity. If you if you have some for us. Um, I think to to love better and to love stronger, I think to always be engaged. Mm. And you know how when, you know, people say I've, you know, fallen out of love or, you know, that's because we, we don't stay engaged. You know, we don't continue to learn, learn each other. You know, we don't continue to grow together. You know, we work on our individual things, but, you know, we don't work together on how to grow, you know, our relationship. You know, so staying in tune with each other, you know, keeping that, you know, intimacy alive. It's possible to work on your own things, work on your individual growth, but also work on the growth of your relationship. And so sometimes we lose sight of that. Because as we're busy, 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 you know, growing, you know, our interpersonal self, our busy growing our empires or whatever that may be, we kind of lose sight of these things over here. And that's how we end up growing apart. You know, so staying in tune with each other, having those conversations with each other. And I've learned just from, you know, my personal life, love changes over time in your relationship. You know, some of the reasons that I've loved my husband, you know, 13 years ago, you know, is different, you know, from why I love him now. You know, but the love is still there, you know, because he continuously learn, you know, and grow and stay in tune with each other, mm, you know, that's good. so it's, it's really, you know, that simple, not giving up on each other, you know, continuously engaging, you know, and learning, you know, and having conversations and dating. I see. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and, and dating and not forgetting that, you know, despite all of this, and all these things around us, you know, we are the most important, you know, pieces, you know, you know, on the board, you know, Got it. Mm, that's good. That is definitely engaging for sure. And um, that's important because, you know, with the times that we're in right now, we can't get together face to face with, you know, all of our friends and family and things like that. Maybe with your spouse or your partner, you can, yes, because you guys are probably in the same house. Um, but yeah, you're missing the engagement with a lot of other people, right? And so normally that would be the way you're cultivating those relationships. But when you can't do that, you got to find alternate ways to stay in tune and to stay engaged. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like we have Friday night Zoom calls, we play games, we hang out um, on there, we have a couple drinks, we like just have a good time just to stay in tune and stay engaged with each other. And that is so important. And with your spouse at home or your partner at home, like finding ways in this time to, because it can get rough. I understand y'all. <laughs> it can get rough seeing that same face, you know, and being bothered with those same corks that, you know, maybe not, it didn't bother you early on before COVID, but now you're just like, ah, I'll pull my hair out because this little quirk yeah. is getting to me. But you can find ways to just make the spark come alive, you know, 
doing different things, having a little, you know, dinner or date night or something at home, like playing games, playing cards, have a movie night. Like, I don't know, you just find alternate ways to this, to keep the engagement alive and to stay in tune and stay connected. And like you said, that's a good one. Don't give up on each other mm-hmm. because, you know, giving up is just quitting. And that's, that's yeah. not, I mean, unless you really don't want it, like that's what losers do, you know, so go ahead and <laughs> lose, quit, yeah. give up, right? But it's easy. It, yeah. And if you want it though, that's not the way to go. So the important stuff, that's really good stuff. You know, I think about, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, our parents and grandparents, you know, they didn't do a lot of restaurant date nights. Yes, they didn't do, exactly. You know, <laughs> they didn't do a lot of, you know, that, you know, a lot of that stuff you know, and they did just fine. We depend so much sometimes on the external world Mm. to take care of our internal self, you know, and they spent a lot of time indoors, whether it was cooking or having friends over to play cards. My mom still does that. I'm going to go play cards. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, we, we depend on that so much. And it's interesting that I've gotten so many calls from people now, you know, during COVID because the world has shut down mm-hmm. now i can't depend on the outside world to escape you know i have to come home and while i'm home with you every day what the heck i don't like this right this isn't working because you weren't working on it you was using work to escape using the outside world to escape and you know you know and all these things you know so, so i come home when it's time to go to bed right <laughs> <I> come home <laughs> you know you know, during this, and now COVID has happened, you know, and we're working from home. We're in intimate, you know, faces together all the time. And now I see the breakdown in our relationship because you can't ignore it anymore. Mm. Girl, speak. This is, this is gems, <laughs> y'all. Coaching gems for free, for real. Because that is so true. That yeah, is so true. So, yeah. So I've got so many of those calls and because we, we don't take that time, you know, to focus on us, you know, inside. Yes, we want to go outside. We want to get a breath of fresh air. We want to run. We want to hike. We want to go sit at the coffee shop. We want to go just, you know, do exploratory things outside the house. What happens if we get back home? Mm-hmm. You know, and so now we're forced to stay home. And because we were not taking care of home, we're not happy at home. Wow. Wow. That you know? is so true. I am so serious that and it's happening because I've heard you know and seen reports on so many marriages and relationships breaking up you know during this time right now and you're right probably because yeah the curtains have been pulled back and you realize that man all the time before COVID you were not working on like you said and now it's the light has been shed on it (laughs) and y'all like it's a wrap (laughs) but like you said you know back in the day our parents and stuff did not do any of what we do now and their marriages lasted 40, 50, you know, 60 years until the day they died. You know, they yeah. were still, uh, some of them in love, like you say, and some even the passionate type of love. If it mm-hmm. wasn't in the, the compassionate state, period, they were in love. They were still married, making it work, growing up families and, and, and trying to teach the next, next generation to do the same thing. And our generation, we're so different. We're like, oh, no, nah. you know, one little sign of trouble, kick rocks. Yeah. Right? And it's so unfortunate, yeah. but we have to, like you said, for sure, get into the, the state of taking care of home, like recognizing what needs to be worked on, what needs to be fixed and make it happen. Fix it. 
Yeah. So that's that's definitely some good stuff. And and not just the, the relationships at home, the the friendships that are outside of home. You know, mm-hmm. your your friendships with your best girl, your your best guy, or your sister, cousin, whoever, just whatever relationships that are important to you, you have to cultivate them. You have to, you know, stay in tune and make them work. Exactly. You know, and it's it's possible. You know, I've been married, you know, 13 years in May, and I've been my husband since, Lord have mercy, um, like Hurricane Katrina, after Hurricane Katrina, mm. right before, so 2005, you know, and it's doable. I tell people all the time, when you've been in two different countries, right. <laughs> you, know, and, and you can make it work in two different countries, you can make it work in a house together. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can make it work in a house together. It's hard, you know? And I, I tell people all the time, kind of compare it to losing weight. It's hard. Hmm. You know, it is definitely hard, but taking that first step, you know, for one, do you really want it to work? I, this is the very first thing I ask, you know, my couples and working together, do you want to be together? Wow. And I tell them, look, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, take your money. Some people take your money. I'm not going to take your money. I'm not going to waste your time because I can fill this out with somebody else who wants it. You know, do you want to be together? You know, and that's that first step. Why? What is your why? Mm, okay. Why do you want to be together? You know, man, I don't want to go say, oh, I just love her. Okay, why? You know, don't get started with me now. You know, what, you know, what is your, you know, what is your why? What is your why for wanting to make it work? You know, and so it is definitely, you know, possible to have, but we run away so easily. Mm. We run away so easily and, you know, Oftentimes, the thing we're running for comes right with us because we're running from ourselves. Wow. You know? Speed, girl. And, so, what? and <laughs> we often, you know, you know, running from ourselves. And it kind of goes back to that self love and taking care of yourself and recognizing, you know, what is going on internally, you know, with me, you know, because we're projecting it oftentimes on other people and blaming them for things we haven't dealt with internally. You know, so we run, but we can't escape it because it's within us. Yep. So if y'all wondering why, man, I've been in like, you know, five, six different relationships and it's all been the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> it's been the same thing and they have ended the same way and blah, blah, blah. It ain't them, sis. It ain't them, bruh. Like, it's you. Ew. It's you. You have to fix what is going on with you. Oh my God. I'm telling y'all. Okay. Look, y'all can get in touch with Casey. Char- look, but this session is free. Like, look, y'all may be thanking <laughs> me, but look, these are gems and, and tokens that you have to pay for. But it is so important to really recognize that you have to take care of yourself. You have to love yourself first and foremost to be able to give any of that and to do any of that for anybody else. And when you recognize that that is not the case, get some help. Get yes, some help. Absolutely. For sure. Oh my God, this has been so amazing. Like we literally, y'all can talk forever and ever and ever about love, relationships, all this stuff. We can do it for hours, Casey and I. I know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But we definitely wanted to hear um, her take on things, um, being a professional in this, this realm out here. We definitely wanted to get some practical applications to be able to give you guys and to just talk things through and just to hear some different perspectives. We're so grateful for Casey and um, you guys stay tuned for the next uh, episode. Until then, love, heal, grow, y'all. This is Living in Love 24-7. Thank you, Casey. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.